You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. I'm joined now by Jose Otero, associate editor, Per Schneider, <laughs> and <laughs> Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. We're here to talk about the Wii U. The Wii U is a year old now, and now the other next-gen consoles, PS4 and Xbox One, are out. Uh, we have a little perspective on the Wii U. Plus, I just got one. Wow, nice. Yeah. Welcome got, to the club. Yeah, well, so I recently got a PlayStation 4 and a Wii U. I'm not playing my PS4 at all. I'm, j- I'm just playing tons of Wii U. And that's not a knock on the PS4. I like that system, too. There's just not a lot that I want to play is on it Mario, right now. Mario hooked you? Uh, yeah, I was waiting for there to be enough games. So now there's Mario, Pikmin, and Wind Waker HD. There you go. So I have okay. all those three games. Those are amazing. There's a couple nice. other Mario games, too, if you get bored. I know, yeah. I know. So, uh, yeah, I really like the Wii U, but whew, I, things do not look good for this console. That's right, yeah, out in the marketplace, uh, there, there's some, some rough waters ahead, I'd, I'd say. You know, if you look at yeah. their, their, they're trying to sell 9 million units by the end of next March, is that right? Yeah, like the in fiscal this, this, year. Yeah. This fiscal yeah. year for Nintendo, and they're not close. And, yeah. and Nintendo President Satoru Iwata said a lot rides on this holiday season, sales-wise, uh, which he directly said will determine what they do with the Wii U next. Yep. Um, specifically, like that platform, like maybe they'll 2DS it. You know, maybe they'll take what away the gamepad. Like? No gamepad? Mm. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, the gamepad is cool, though. I didn't think I would like it as much as I do. Yeah. So Nintendo has to clearly drive the install base, right? That's been their message. Every time they get Reggie on, on a camera, that's all he talks about. But it's true, and they're trying. I mean, look at this fall's lineup. Look at how they have these bundles that you can get pretty good deals and get something like New Super Mario Bros. U, New Super Luigi U bundled in with the system. They're also bundling controllers with Nintendo Land, since that doesn't come with Wii U as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're trying to entice 
nice consumers. I think the weird thing for them though right now is like you still don't have a lot of games that prove why the gamepad needed to exist in the mm. first place. Um, and I think for some people there is that awkward disconnect like, okay, these are great games, Mario is a great game for example, 3D World is fantastic, but the gamepad does nothing really for it outside of a handful of stages that you're forced to use mm. it. And, and honestly, I mean, I personally don't think that there is going to be a killer app where everybody's going to say, now I get it, right? And mm -hmm. I think the, the advantage of having a second screen has been eroded over the last months, yeah. right? Like, you've got, you've <laughs> got smart glass, you've got multiple devices that you own at home, like your yeah. iPad anyway, you have the 3DS with the two-screen setup, so it's not yeah. like, there's not this kind of aha factor and novelty that you had with the, the Wii controls, yep. right? Exactly. And so, I think they're going to downplay the gamepad. I think that's the big shift is going to be, they're going to have to announce some serious titles and support. Um, probably embrace their family audience more than they have, uh, you know, in the last 12 months, and, yeah. and really kind of push ahead with with cheaper prices too. The problem with doing that is that then the the result is a console that has third-party games, if it's lucky, that are just not as good looking as they are in PlayStation 4 and mm -hmm. Xbox One. Like right now, we could all be playing Assassin's Creed 4, which I'm really enjoying on my PlayStation mm -hmm. 4 yeah. on the Wii U, but. Since I have a PlayStation 4, there's yeah. really no reason for but, me to get it. So much is not ports, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm, no, I'm not, not. The Wii U is not going to sell because it also has Far Cry 4 or you know or an Elder Scrolls game. It's going to sell on the back of the Nintendo franchise. The problem is there just aren't enough to go around, right? Mm -hmm. We yeah. just got a, a real Mario game for the first time on this platform. Well, and, and will Nintendo go after third-party exclusives like they have in Japan? I mean, they've been aggressive in Japan. They nailed down stuff like Monster Hunter, for example. That's only going to appear on Nintendo platforms. Yep. At least four did. Uh, the Frontier Online is showing up on PS. Dragon Quest as Dragon well. Quest 10, Dragon Quest, that brand also only shows up on Nintendo franchises, but those are franchises that are big in Japan. Yeah, they sell yeah. Yeah, they, in Japan. Exactly. They don't. They need like a some big third-party only, Wii U only games or here in the Metroid. States. Yeah. Uh, Metroid, Metroid yeah. is, I mean, the games are obviously awesome, yeah, but they're not, yeah, we they're not systems as we all want Metroid, yeah. right? But I, yeah, it's, it's, the challenge ahead is can you get software that shows that the Wii U is a different platform? It doesn't mean that it has to use the gamepad in any unique ways or really be that different, but by, by the merit of the brands that you can find on Wii U, right? Yeah. If all Sonic games are on Wii U, if all Mario games are on Wii U, can you find something from third parties so that they're not as sparse, right? Yeah, like it's interesting because yeah. Brain Training and Nintendog sold the DS. Wii Sports sold the Wii. Those are casual games that mm -hmm. none of us would really kind of go back and play a lot, I don't think. Mm -hmm. Wii Fit uh, also sold yeah, a lot Wii of Yeah, Wii Fit, of course, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, w there's been nothing like that that's been a success on the Wii U. Yeah. And they have Wii you know, Fit for Wii U, but it's just you can't make the splash a second time with that kind of thing. They aren't even doing many, like, what are the downloadable games? Like, the eShop games, right? Well, they've been ramping that up a lot. Have so, EarthBound is a system seller to, you know, yeah. the 20 very loud EarthBound fans on IGN. <laughs> Not 20 loud fans, <laughs> but I'll take that as a compliment. Yeah. I love EarthBound. It's, yeah, it's you've great got the Street there. Pass games, right? Like, yeah. they released a whole slew of games in yeah. one package, basically. They're experimenting with free-to-play also. That's a thing that, Which like, one? we, free-to-play, like, yeah. but with casual-style yeah. yeah. titles, sure. like, you know, Wii Sports Club and Wii, Wii Fit. But it's just, it's a weird position because as far as the indies go, you don't see them going out of their way to kind of wrap up these really you know, big indie developers or just indie developers that have a track record and a name. Mm -hmm. Like imagine a Cappy game on Wii U. Imagine well, sure. uh, you know, some other Remember, studios. Like, World of Goo was a huge success story last yep. gen, and that yeah. was a Wii U exclusive for a time. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, the, the challenge though again there is that those, a lot of those games already have a home, right? Like yeah. Nintendo could aggressively go after iPad developers, probably get a fair amount of those games on their platform if they offered really favorable deals to yeah. these guys. 
Yeah, we haven't even talked about they, Minecraft, right? right? You've so, always brought that up. Yeah, Minecraft, Minecraft is was a big, huge miss yeah, by Nintendo. That is a big miss. Yeah. Yeah. Get, get the legal guys and the Minecraft guys to talk, and then you've got a great Wii U system seller, right? That is, uh, we, uh, Minecraft at this point is a family game, right? It's, it's 10 to 16-year-old kids playing it. Um, probably not our demographic anymore. But, yeah, the, I mean, the interesting thing you said, um, you know, DS and, and uh, we had system sellers. I more fondly remember the GameCube because of some of the it's great games that were on there. Yeah. Obviously, the other platforms are way more successful, and I could see the Wii U occupying the same space as the GameCube, where sure. you get a few amazing games and, and you're happy with those, but you're never going to get this breadth or this kind of huge success that opens it up to And as long games. as you have the 3DS being the big success, then you're going to be okay. I remember Nintendo had the three pillars strategy before mm-hmm. the Game Boy, the DS, and the, and the GameCube out at the same time. Um, if the 3DS proves to, to be the popular system that it is right now, and, and also has awesome games, I'm actually not too bad with the Wii U kind of going away. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd be. Um, uh, although I'd I, like to play I, I would Zelda on yeah. any system. No, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I don't agree. I mean, I like a, I like a Nintendo platform in my home, Same. right? Just yeah. playing a game like Wind Waker and realizing how brilliant this game still is to this date, right? You obviously want more like that. Yeah. And then playing Link Between Worlds, sure. like imagining yeah. a, a Wii U title of that caliber. Well, and even like Super Mario 3D World is proof that Nintendo can make fantastic games in the HD era, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's not like sure. they don't have a, a track record for that stuff. I also, to their credit, I think that pushing day-and-day day digital the way they've been doing it is really smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're, the consumers yeah. who want that game at midnight on East Coast time, who live on the West Coast, can grab that game. I mean, it's really smart for them. I think their storage solutions could be a bit more elegant. Like yeah. relying yeah. on like us buying hard drives is not yeah. really a solution, yeah. uh, but to them it is. Yeah. Uh, but we'll you know we'll see over time of how that's going to work out for them. I mean, I think that besides obviously the the big franchise like Mario, Zelda, and let's not forget that Mario Kart is coming out next year. Mario yeah. Kart is Nintendo's biggest franchise, bar none, and the second biggest franchise, of course, Mario. The third biggest, Smash Brothers, Pokemon. All these all these are are, are huge games. And you know some of them are definitely coming to the Wii U, so that that's going to help. Mm-hmm. The 3DS launched really to a tepid reception originally, sure. right? Yeah, and did. we all said, "Ooh, is that system going to make it?" And it did get this uptick, and it sold really well on the back of price drops and really strong first-party support. So I could see something like that happen. The other thing is maybe Nintendo is going to get up out of the chair and do something like they did with Capcom in 2000, yeah. you know, what was it, 2002, where they announced the Capcom 5, right? Yeah. Exclusive games for the system. I think the choice of the Capcom 5 back then was not the ideal type of software to really yeah, get the GameCube the to success, wanted, right? Yeah, sure. But, like, can they maybe sign on an EA Activision, you know, like, what if Skylanders was exclusive? Or, you know, games like Disney Infinity, like, more family-targeted games could be exclusive to the platform. We'll yeah. see. So is going for the wider audience, the family target, really the only way they can stay afloat, you think? I think so. I think because they have to, you know, this is... The brand older. is built on this, it is, right? It is yeah. older hardware. The Wii, the Wii brand itself, not the Nintendo brand necessarily, sounds like family and mm-hmm. accessible and, and you know broad gamer rather than hardcore gamer. And, I mean, the lineup is mm-hmm. not hardcore, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you'll see games like, you know, Batman, Need for Speed that, that came out. They're not going to sell that well um, out there as they do on Xbox 360 or yeah, Speaking of the brand, I don't think the system could have a worse name to kind of attract that audiences really and stuff like that, especially when they're releasing things like Wii Sports and Wii Fit. Um, I can't imagine how many people are going to get those games for their Wii 
this yeah. holiday season this and has not a mistake. That. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to see how those games perform. Yeah, just to see if it's if it's catching on a second time or if there's a consumer out there who's going, oh, I remember that from the Wii. Let yeah. me download that. You yeah. know? And that said, the Xbox One is probably going to have some similar problems. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, all the, the both platforms, in my opinion, are going to have, you know, that first year is always a rough first year. In Nintendo's case, it felt rougher because you didn't see those third-party games. You didn't see Tomb Raider. You didn't see Bioshock. Um, you didn't see GTA, which was the biggest game of 2013, regardless of whether you yep. loved it or not. Yeah. Um, and that does spell doom for some people. It's like, well, these are huge, important, like, game of the year titles that mm-hmm. you need on your system. And that sure. was the window in which the Wii U could have made those games look slightly better, or it could have yeah. used its gamepad to make the GTA map very accessible. Mm-hmm. It could have done stuff like that, and, I, and it is sad to see it miss out. I just, I still think those would have been a brand mismatch, right? Like, Grand Theft Auto, I don't think would have sold millions on the Wii U, even if that version was slightly better. I, I think the Nintendo Wii brand specifically and Grand Theft Auto don't mesh. We saw a Grand Theft Auto game tank on the DS before, right? Mm. A good game. Too. Yeah, it was a good game. And, but, uh, and like that had that system had a but huge a install down, base. But no, I mean, no, did but anyone still. want to go back to that? To be fair, to like, okay, it was a well-made game. It, yeah. But, yeah. I, like I don't it, know. I feel like anyone who, at least from some people I know, would look at that and go, "Well, it's kind of a step backwards." Whereas you have these full 3D graphics on current systems. You think, know? think about to an era of GameCube in which there is a definitive version of a game on a, on the GameCube. And I think about Prince of Persia was just the best on GameCube. Um, Resident Evil 4, Time Splitters, sure. Time Splitters, yep. uh, Beautiful Joe. Yep. There was a time in which Nintendo would have, you would say, you know what, I can get a GameCube because I want to play Mario, I want to play Zelda. Also, like these third-party games, they look the best. Sometimes they looked best on Xbox, sometimes more people had them on PS2. Um, it, it's true, but, but the they, GameCube was a lead platform but they for these still, games. But they still didn't do what you know those franchises did on other platforms, right? Like a very expensive Metal Gear remake on the game, GameCube mm-hmm. did not magically turn that system into a premier choice for PlayStation fans, sure. right? And I, I think that is the Nintendo brand. Just when you hear Nintendo, you don't think of those types of games. No. And I think they, you know, playing to the strength of that. I think Nintendo needs to go out and needs to get franchises that actually match the console's image, yeah. which. You know, maybe they are doing, we don't yeah. know. But, I mean, when they announced the system, the, the sort of one of the promises that I remember being was, hey, we're going, we, we want the hardcore audience again. Yeah, we want us. your attention again. That's a promise to us, not really to their shareholders or, or the yeah, market Yeah, but there, right? I don't know. This It just, part of gaining back that, that sort of a base is getting those third-party games. And even though you're right, there is sort of a brand mismatch, and we is totally a, a brand that is family-friendly and safe, that's still sort of a promise that maybe started out strong with like EA ports. And, yeah. I mean, Assassin's Creed 4, to its credit, Assassin's Creed 4 is on Wii U. Call of Duty is still on Wii U. Like some big titles are making their way there, mm-hmm. but they're still missing the boat on new titles that get announced, um, which some are escaping me right now. But I mean, something like Dark Souls 2, which has a hardcore fan base. Yeah. Uh, something like, like I don't a know, Tomb Raider, you know, the remake. Tomb Raider or something sequel, like that. Yeah. Um, Even Strider, H- the HD remake of Strider, or whatever that Strider game is, is not coming to Wii U. To, uh, to be fair, I mean, they do have Bayonetta, That's right. Right, which they picked up which for is publishing awesome. rights to. Yeah. They have X, which looks amazing, mm-hmm. right? the role-playing yeah. game. So there's some games that are not exactly yeah. kind they of like a family uh, games. They published Ninja Gaiden 3 on, right. on Wii U at yeah. launch. Who would have thought Nintendo would publish yeah. a Ninja Gaiden yeah. game? Yeah. A great example. Didn't work, right? No, no. So. Yep. Well, that, but it was Ninja Gaiden 3, let's be fair. That game had its share of problems. It was not a great game. Yeah. But analyst Michael Pachter has an interesting quote. On the Wii U, he says... They steadfastly refuse to consider that the product is not interesting to consumers. Mm. Yeah. That could yeah, be part I'm, of the problem. I mean, marketing. Yeah, I, th- I think when, when you ask a general consumer about the console, what does the Wii U do that the others don't do? I think 
people will have a hard time answering. Somebody who owns it and has played it will tell you, Meverse is actually like one of the most positive communities online, right? Like I, I wish our comment section, like some guy is like talking crap about your jacket right now down there, right? I wish our comment section was as positive as Even Meverse, when Metroid right? can't crawl, yeah, yeah they, they, they're, um, they're pretty friendly. So I think they're very unique things on there, but you know, to pack this point, it's like, you know, most consumers wouldn't be able to tell you why they will get the Wii U itself. Now, to me though, the reason is Mario, is Zelda, is Metroid, yeah. F-Zero, you know, all the Animal Crossing, Pokemon, all these franchises that you know you can only find on, on the Wii U and the 3DS. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, releasing Mario when they did this late in the year was a really smart move because you had two platforms at launch, but you know, launch lineups as they go can be, you know, sort of hit or miss. You don't always get the killer app. Certainly, I don't feel, you know, in either Microsoft or Sony's case, there is a killer app for either of those platforms yet. That'll yeah. come over time, sure. guaranteed. But putting out Mario drew a lot of attention, I feel, and folks are saying, yeah, Mario is not just great. Mario will be, 3D World will be remembered as one of the best Mario games of all time, I feel. Nintendo's been around a long time. Yep. They've yes. had their ups and downs, right? When, when they found great success with the Wii, it had been, what, 10 years since they found success like that? Yep. Yeah. And maybe sure. they'll scrap this like the Virtual Boy and replace it with something like the Nintendo 64. Yeah. I don't think so. I think too much is riding on this one. <laughs> yeah. But but I mean it's a good point, right? Nintendo to me is like the crazy toy maker. They'll yeah. you you can you never know what's going to happen. You know what what they'll come up with next. And clearly out of the big three, they're the ones that were trying to do something different, right? Like the Wii U with the gamepad is very very different from uh, you know the design of the consoles that have more traditional controllers. The Wii was very different. GameCube was the one time where you know they were really on even even grounds with the other guys but then couldn't compete on software like online connect connectivity yeah. they did have a handle which was new yeah um, helped get around yeah <laughs> um, but you know it's a company with a lot of money in the bank yeah. a lot of innovation right? too like um, when they do something it, it I mean you saw motion control become a thing for the other consoles last generation right everyone jumped on that bandwagon mm -hmm. after Wii and it didn't work very well for the for other them. guys yeah. right like mm -hmm. so the yeah. Wii actually succeeded at something and the, the, the guys who are following weren't able to do it and I'm sure it's going to be the same right like with a gamepad you will have functions that you always use automatically with your games yeah. whereas like Few people actually do the smart glass integration of the yep. game, right? Like in Need for Speed, where sure. you spam people, or you know. Yeah, off TV stuff. play is, is awesome. I don't know if you've played around with it. By the way, I meant mm -hmm. to ask you earlier. Have yeah. you? Like, it's pretty cool because someone else can cool. do whatever they're doing. Do they? Do they just need that commercial where like Penelope Cruz is playing on her TV, and then her kid <laughs> wants to use a TV, so she. I mean it is a huge advantage I think it's it's been lessened now that people have so many TVs yeah. in their home, yeah, home right sure. I think yeah. more people people have more television sets well, as they're upgrading yeah, um, but it is still an advantage for families and I think you know we kind of roll our eyes at the cheesy commercials that Nintendo sometimes sure. does like dad here's a reason why you should buy a Wii U yeah. number one right they're terrible commercials in our eyes but you know for kids it's, and parents see that and they're like oh that's a great idea yeah and you know? maybe I don't know maybe their competitors have it right maybe something like remote play or off tv play as an optional feature versus until they prove what this controller can do and why it's important i feel like the idea to make it remote play as an optional thing which don't get me wrong is more expensive was still smarter on their on their competitors part mm. because at the end of the day it's something you could cash into if you own those devices if you don't well you're not losing anything yet from the gameplay experience they just have not come up with a gameplay experience outside of nintendo land and maybe some games in game and wario Mm -hmm. um, that prove what exactly the interplay between two screens can really do. 
Yeah, but I still feel like none of those were features where I felt like, oh, I can never live without this. Right? Uh, like, I agree. That's what I'm waiting for. That's yeah. the difference, right? Like, you cannot pull off bowling or tennis the way that the Wii did, right? Like, you couldn't imagine that game without us, whereas I can imagine every single Wii U game without the screen in some yeah. way. Like, sure, the map is super convenient on the screen, right? Like, I, you get so used to these things, yeah. um, but it's... You, you could have a pop-up. Map, or item right? swapping in yeah. Wind Waker, or, yep. yeah. No, there are good uses for it. It's funny to think that the three consoles that are out now all have gimmicky things that came out with mm-hmm. them. There's a gamepad, there's a there's a giant eye that looks you in your living room, and then there's the <laughs> PlayStation 4, which has a little touchpad on it. Stuff. But it's really the libraries of these games that I find myself um, basing my recommendations of systems yep. on right now. Yep. And it's strange, because this fall, I'm recommending the Wii U, I'm actually recommending the 3DS. People well, don't have it. Yeah. Yeah. But the Wii U, oh, just based on th- its library right now, and that if, if if that can maintain through next Christmas, which is kind of like what the 3DS did, it, it, it got a good library going with Mario mm-hmm. Kart and Mario mm-hmm. 3D Land, and then this year just killed it. Yeah. Fire Emblem, Animal Crossing, Pokemon. It just, it just keeps on going. Yeah. If they have one year like that a year from now, I think it's going to be... Yeah, I think it's going to have some staying power. And that's where the third parties come in again, right? Like, if it, it's not about getting every single game that's on the other platforms on the Wii U. And, you know, like, the, it is weaker hardware, right? Um, it's not going to compare favorably to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4, but it is powerful hardware. We're not talking about Wii versus the, the Xbox 360 and PS3, where they was, you looked at the games, you said, oh, God, you know, yeah. like, yeah. you had standard def versus high def. This is a different story. Yeah. The Wii U actually will look really, really good for the next year. For and the I, right I, type of game. Like you're saying, like, Wind Waker really looks amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and we kept, like, the RPG, I mean, the RPG alive in some sense, the Japanese version, anyway. I mean, Last Story and Xenoblade were two of like the best RPGs released in what almost a decade and that was on Wii I feel like Nintendo, Nintendo published sh- those uh, yeah uh, I believe here. so yeah well one of them anyway the, yeah. the last story was someone else but um, I, I just I bring that up because maybe hardcore genres can thrive and survive at least on Wii U they just have to find the right way to position it or entice these third parties and say hey we'll co-publish whatever we need to help uh, we need to help out to keep our platform going Lego Minecraft man I tell you that's it'd all be, it takes it'd be huge Lego Minecraft I love yeah. it Thank you, gentlemen. We will continue following the Wii here at IGN, the Wii U here at IGN, and talking about it here at IGN GameScoop. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to GameSoup. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. I'm joined now by Andrew Goldfarb, Marty Sleva, and Jose Otero. Several big game announcements, Nathan, today. Probably the strangest one, maybe the most surprising, Tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. Yeah. A a Telltale episodic gaming series. They're a busy company. Yeah, we did not expect (laughs) that. We knew knew they were working on Game of Thrones. Sure. Yep. We were expecting that announcement today. Yep. Yeah. We did get that confirmation. Yep. And we also got this Borderlands game. And they have Walking Dead and they have Wolf Among Us. Right. So they essentially have four games that they are working on currently that are coming out in 2014. And Walking Dead hasn't even started. 
Like that's the what's second, so weird. Second, second season, season of Walking Dead. Yeah. So it's like I mean, they, they're, I think they're almost done with it. And they've been teasing it's coming this month. Where's but. the second episode of Wolf Among Us? Yes. Like, yeah. Um, it's gonna be weird. Yeah, I don't know. You're a huge Borderlands fan. Yep. Uh, I'm not, so I'm not very excited about this. Well, I'm not know. either. Like, is that? I don't know. To me, that world doesn't seem that interesting. And like the, the the thing that is interesting about those games is sort of the first person shooter Diablo mechanics. I yeah. think yeah, the, the, none of which. Oh, no, I'm, I'm totally with you. I think that Borderlands has always been sort of a fun co-op game, but I've mm-hmm. never cared about it for a story reason. I've sure. always found the story is silly. I think the idea I mean, of Telltale well, sure. bringing some like good writers a good experience with. Kind of the the heavy choices that they're kind of known for. Well, yeah. I would say Borderlands Two has some of the best writing. I totally of agree. any game yeah. I've ever played. I mean, I think Borderlands Two, like Borderlands One, I agree with everything you guys just said. But after Borderlands Two, and especially after the Tiny Tina DLC, where they made it more serious, like I mean, there's some good stuff there. Yeah, see, like, I, and Anthony Birch is amazing. I yeah. didn't hang on to Borderlands too long enough. I gave it about two or three hours, and the writing just did not impress me. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing know, that makes Borderlands special is when it has good writing. Because I agree, there are dumb, silly moments, and those are the mm-hmm. moments that I certainly wouldn't care about in a Telltale yeah. game. I think Telltale can make something interesting out of that. Like, yeah, I think I they, can, they can find that, that thing that makes it a little more special and I, more I, grounded. I really hope this game is very lighthearted because yeah. there are other three properties, including are not, uh, are yeah. not at all. Yeah, You're yeah. not going to find a joke in any of those three games. <laughs> yeah. And Telltale's a company that started with games like you know, Strong Bad and Tales from Monkey Island. Yeah, and they, they, they brought Sam and Max. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And Telltale's and current. Wallace and Gromit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, and the look for their games right now, at least the engine, that sort of self-shaded cartoon style, it fits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. I mean, when did they... So Telltale, notoriously, same engine. Like, they, they have a lot of technical problems mm-hmm. on all of these games. They didn't announce platforms. Like, when do they go next-gen? Like, are they finally going to make a new engine for maybe... Like, what do we think is the final of those games? Probably Game of Thrones is the latest of the four? I would assume so, yeah. So, I mean, is that finally next-gen, or are they still going to be PS3, 360? Yeah, I mean, I think if I had to make a bet, I would say Game of Thrones would be the first next-gen one. Yeah, that's And right. it would probably be cross-gen, maybe. Or like maybe Walking Dead. It kind of looks like the Borderlands game is farther along. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I still think I think that'll still be PS3 be, and 360. I mean, the you Game of Thrones would just want to go cross-platform <sighs> it would be, last gen? It would be I mean, nice if they did. Yeah. I mean, the thing is that Game of Thrones, the way they were talking about it, and the, the trailer they showed was all text. Mm-hmm. And when they were talking about it, they were like, oh, we're going to do something. Like, I mean, they didn't seem like they were very far in that at all. Yeah. Whereas Borderlands very clearly has been started. But this has kind of fit with Telltale announcements before. Like, with Walking Dead, I think it was a postcard, and they just kind of invited folks and said, hey, we're working on this, and then you didn't see it for a long time. Same thing happened with Fables. Yeah, with Fables. Yeah. So yeah. That, that announcement, it was announced alongside The Walking Dead. Yeah, and obviously right. it took that long to make. But I mean, this is a very different Telltale. I mean, Telltale sure. post-Walking Dead is mm-hmm. a totally different company. I mean, the fact that they have well, four teams so? is incredible. So why are they different? Because The Walking Dead won Game of the Year awards. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, they, okay. they basically doubled the size of the company. Because yeah. like, look at, I mean, pre-Walking Dead, they had Jurassic Park and Back to the Future, and they would get middling reviews. Like, it wasn't a company that people took as seriously as they do in the era after The Walking yeah. Dead, after yeah. Wolf It's Mark. funny how yeah. Jurassic Park has been erased from people's memories, too. But yeah. hey, whatever, you know? Yeah. It's good. I mean, to see them doing really well. Yeah, yeah, and you know, Wolf Among Us, I think, was the important thing that proved that Walking Dead wasn't a fluke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that that is an amazingly talented studio. And so, I mean, I guess, yeah, I'm not super hyped on Borderlands, but I should give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, sure. just, I hope yeah. they're not overreaching. Right? Yeah, like, I agree. Yeah, like, sure. do you think we really see all of these in 2014? They said Game of Thrones is 2014. Do you think this? Did they say Borderlands is 2014? Yeah. They yeah. did, right? Yeah, they yeah. did say yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. I mean, do you think it's going to be Walking Dead, Wolf Among Us, Borderlands, Game of Thrones, and then Episode Two? And like, are they going to go alternate, or are they just going to finish make, Walking Dead and Wolf Among Us first? They make really good stuff, but they're they're slow. About yeah, it, right? yeah. Like, like we're still waiting for Episode Two of, of and, Wolf and Wolf overlapping yeah. series. Like we were already talking about how weird it was. Like they've been teasing that Walking Dead Episode One will come out this month of Season Two, and then you assume that's being followed by Episode Two of Wolf. But then if they do Episode One of Borderlands, it's like by the time Episode 
three I would bet, Wolf comes out. I would bet we don't see Borderlands until both Walking Dead and Wolf are finished. Yeah, so maybe they'll do the same thing with Game of Thrones and Borderlands where they're alternating the way they are now with mm-hmm. Wolf and yeah. Walking Dead. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Uh, what is that game gonna? The next poker game is gonna be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the Borderlands Telltale game. Like. Yeah. yeah, they said it's not Vault Hunters. It's wannabe Vault Hunters. So I mean, the idea is gonna be these people who are probably not running and gunning in that way because they're not gonna be sure. super strong and you know able to kind of find you know the most important parts of Pandora. Like these are gonna be people who are just living their normal lives, I guess, or who want to become Vault Hunters. So obviously, there's some kind of story potential there. Yeah, and I guess the one good thing too is that. Uh, the Wolf Among Us, I thought, really sort of elevated Telltale's ability to, to script an action scene. Like, the, the fight scene in Wolf sure. Among Us was actually really entertaining, yeah. whereas most of the action scenes in The Walking Dead... Yeah. Oh, they were, were all over the place. Yeah, yeah. sort of broken. Like first-person shooter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like the weird quick-time yeah. events where you're like... Yeah, yeah, and with each episode, they seem to have changed with The Walking Dead, right? I mean, they tried one style and then a different, so they yeah, were filling yeah. it out. It looks like it paid off with Wolf Among Us. Yeah, so yeah, we'll so hopefully they, they keep evolving that. Yeah. And they said in Game of Thrones there will still be battles and yeah, they'll still but, be swinging a sword. But handled in a telltale way. Yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, like point-click adventure games, uh, you guys are really excited about that new Double Fine. Whoa, yeah, that game looks great. Yeah, absolutely. What's it called yeah. again? Uh, Broken Age. Broken Age. Broken Age. Yeah. Uh, first half of it is coming out in January. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and they announced uh, Elijah Wood is yeah. the voice of the, the male lead. Uh, of the male, yeah, the male protagonist. Uh, Andrew and I got to play the game a, we did. a few weeks ago. Uh, it's so good. Yeah, we played the demo that they showed uh, at the show, and uh, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, it is a traditional old-school point-and-click adventure game, but it is absolutely gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous, and it's smart. It's modern. Yeah. Like, it's like, in a way that Telltale is still doing traditional point-and-click adventure games, and it's kind of, a lot of people, The Walking Dead is maybe even the first adventure game they played, or sure. at least in yeah. some time. Sure, so, sure. Double Fine, it's kind of interesting, because they have, you know, Tim Schafer obviously has this long history of being an adventure game developer, but that game has these very smart little tweaks to the formula that are really cool, like even just the way you click on things, and you have this almost like fast travel mechanic, and yeah. there's like, um, the, your inventory is like really smart, and like it'll flash when you can use it in a particular area, like it's just like, they've streamlined kind of the genre in a really smart way, in addition yeah. to the art just being gorgeous. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and that's, you know, that game is sort of the, uh, that was the first huge Kickstarter success uh, for a video game. And yeah. so, yeah, I think a lot of people are going to be looking at that when it comes out in January for uh, sort of like, are you going to be able to be as good as promised? And from what we've played so far, definitely is. Another thing coming out in January is this uh, next-gen uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, the right. definitive yeah. edition. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the worst kept secret. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one we also we also heard about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Uh, confirmed today, January twenty eighth. I believe yeah. is the release date. Yeah. Did you all play Tomb Raider? Yeah, yeah. I definitely. Did. Yeah, yeah. Will you play it again on your? <sighs> I didn't finish it, so I might finish it on uh, next yeah. current gen. I guess since yeah, it's whatever, out now. Yeah, this is. But, um, is. but I will say the footage they showed looked pretty good. I mean, it did focus a lot on the action heavy stuff, which is sort of. I always thought that that was sort of the second part of that game. Well, I, I think Marty said after they showed the trailer, was like that was the most. Like they missed, they entirely missed the point. Yeah, that yeah, was, that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally non-indicative of why people love the game of yeah. that sort of metal. It was all like metal guitars. Yeah. Like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. She's like, a badass Terminator. Yeah, like, like, what about the time you're like, killing deer? Yeah, she terminated a dude point blank with a yeah, shotgun yeah. Like, during the trailer. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. my lawyer wasn't that crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah they said it, yeah, it's coming packaged with like all the multiplayer DLC, which I haven't really played. And they have like a digital comic and a bunch of stuff. I mean, I would like if there was some new single player content, that would have been exciting. I there was a new mission. I loved Tomb Raider. I would totally. 
to play it again anyway, so just okay. kind of, I'll just play a prettier version again. Yeah, and it's, it's so funny because I was watching that footage and obviously it looks great, but like Tomb Raider and Current Gen look great too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. I think oh like, yeah, it's definitely one of the best. It's also yeah. interesting that a game that, you know, at least a couple months ago it was, uh, it undersold its targets is now on next gen. I just yeah. thought that was really That's probably a big part of why they're doing yeah. it. Though. Yeah, yeah. So a few more copies. Yeah. Yeah. you got to spend money to make that money. You're sure, spending money still, to support those Rather games. than making a whole new game, that's that's certainly, a, they could put less people on or fewer people on that yeah. than they would. True, true. And we yeah. do know that they are working, Crystal Dynamics is working on a Tomb Raider next gen sequel. They said that, and they have, yeah. a, have, they said they have a new IP too or something? They do, well, I think they do. I don't think there's been an official announcement, but I think you almost just let that leak. Um, yeah, I'll totally play it again. Some people were complaining that it's still sixty dollars, but I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I mean that's just yeah, that's just the way. It, it would be awesome if like Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty you could upgrade for ten bucks, but yeah, yeah. Well, really I mean, it's gonna be like if, if they had released Tomb Raider Game of the Year edition, like if there wasn't a new gen right now, mm -hmm. like if this had been a normal year mm -hmm. like last year, and then PS3 360 version of Tomb Raider Game of the Year edition would have been sixty bucks when it came out too. So I mean, like it doesn't, it's not that different. Like people do this all the time for sure. And another interesting announcement today was No Man's Sky. Yeah. Is that that's what it's called? Yeah, right? No Man's Sky. This is the new game from Hello Games, the makers of Joe Danger. Mm -hmm. Looks so, exactly like Joe Danger. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> Basically Joe Danger 3. Uh, no, this is like a much more ambitious game sure, than yeah. Joe Danger. Four I mean, people are making that game. Four yeah. people are making this game, and it's this massively multiplayer procedural. <laughs> Like sci-fi exploration shooter. Yeah. Keep going. Like seriously. I mean, yeah, I was writing up the news story. I was like, these are a lot of words. I mean, it just it sounds insane. It sounds like everyone is in this huge universe that is procedurally generated, and you're flying around and shooting things and all in first exploring, person, exploring all in first person. I mean, we were saying it looked like an Oculus Rift demo. Like yeah. if you've ever played the space shooting, like the dogfighting Oculus Rift demo, it yeah. looks like that. But I mean, they should totally get that on Oculus Rift. Oh, yeah. totally. It would be awesome. Yeah. I mean, they I, called it next gen. Did they say what? They no, they didn't say, didn't say what platform, and they didn't yeah. say if this is twenty. 14, like, I mean, with four, that, that studio has to staff up. Like, yeah. four, how can four people make that game? Yeah, yeah I don't know. And typically, their games uh, hit, or, or they're uh, cross-platform games. Sure, yeah. yeah. Or even on iOS. Joe Danger's on yeah, iOS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, it wasn't, it was originally a PS3 exclusive, right? Yeah, then but came, then it came to Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I know their, uh, like, the Twitter response was insane. I feel like that was a game that a ton of people got excited about. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's just different. Yeah, I didn't think the trailer was, yeah, the trailer wasn't, like, exciting or anything, and, but, I mean, it's, it's pretty, and it's, like, something that's sure. different. It's not a first-person shooter in the way that every other trailer yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, it's not based yeah. on a property. It's not a sequel. Yeah. Plus, people like the story of the indie studio. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I thought it was weird how they talked about it. They, he flew himself out here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that kind of made <laughs> the show seem kind of cheap. Yeah. Um, it's a little hard. I'm still trying to understand what the game is, like what you do in the game, how yeah. it works. Yeah, yeah what, what It's go, about what exploring space, yeah. exploring planets, but everywhere. Every, it seemed like there was combat as well, like flight, like space combat. Yeah. So he said there was ground combat too. He said it's okay. always first person even when you go down on the ground. Okay. So I don't think they showed any of that unless I missed it, but I, I think. Uh, I feel like they did. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like you do have like infantry yeah. stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, thanks, guys. I think those are all the. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I don't want to get. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm I don't sorry. Get cranky on you on this program. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, there, there was, was some Nintendo Wii U news yeah. too. No so, one saw this one uh, coming either. No, no yeah. one saw this coming. All this stuff. So, all this stuff <laughs> yeah, most of what we talked yeah, about seriously, actually. Yeah. We've, we've all. I seen think it everything coming. but Borderlands leaked. Yeah, yeah it's true. Well, and the Hello Games. So February twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, twenty first. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze will be out. The new character reveal. Excuse me, the character we wrote about earlier this week. Re-revealed. Uh, re or confirmed, actually, uh, was Cranky Kong. Yeah. He has a sort of a Scrooge McDuck, like DuckTales-type pogo stick, which mm -hmm. was cool. Yeah. Um, they showed two levels, which, you know, visually looked amazing, but unfortunately, you know, 
for a lot of folks on the internet, including a lot of people in this office, was kind of a missed opportunity by Nintendo. You know, to missed, just what, what did they miss? Well, in terms of putting out a foot forward on something that maybe people weren't expecting or showing a game that is coming in 2014 but wasn't just another. Reggie started talking about his Metroid pin, and I was like, Whoa. Oh, no, he just likes Metroid. <laughs> yeah. that's, okay. So that's the thing, right? Like, and that's what's funny about Nintendo. They did not have an E3 press conference because they believe so much in Nintendo Direct, and they put all of their stock into Nintendo Direct. All they talk about is Nintendo yep. Direct. So like, them doing this appearance, I never for a second thought it was going to be some huge Megaton reveal because that's just not their style. That's not yeah. what they're doing right now. Oh, I thought you were pretty excited and wondering about a couple things. So I, my theory was that the most I saw it being was a uh, new Smash Brothers character because they've done those fairly regularly. It's like almost like a solid three or four week interval. And this week there wasn't one, but it was it was time for there to be sure. one. So I thought maybe they'd do it on Saturday instead of Friday. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I mean, I, I still didn't think it was going to be like Wii Zelda or like yeah. Metroid Prime 4. Yeah, like that's, that, this isn't the show for that. There them. were yeah. some crazy theories going into it. And I will say, you know, again, the game looks good. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's also what we expected. And sure. it's just, right. uh, this was an opportunity to just at least remind folks, hey, you know, Nintendo and Wii U are part of the conversation still, guys. And we have really cool stuff. And that's not to say Donkey Kong didn't look cool. For sure. But it is to say, hey... You know, show something big. Show something mm -hmm. that's going to have people. Show something new. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. is just going to have people. You know, what uh, evangelizing Nintendo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cranky Kong, Kong's not cutting it. Uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see. as of right now, I don't. I don't think the reaction uh, sort of justifies. I'm excited. Yeah. I like Cranky. I like. I love that series. I like. The yeah. pogo stick mechanic seems to. I do no, too, but I mean, the Metroid pin just reminds me of how Retro should be doing that instead. Like, I mean, or some like a new IP. Sure. Like Retro doing Donkey Kong feels like a waste of their talent, in my opinion. Yeah. You're a jerk. I know. <laughs> Andrew Goldfarb, jerk. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Of course. Viewers, stay right. tuned. We'll be talking a lot more about all these games here on IGN GameCube. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me now is Justin Davis, Scoop. Ryan McCaffrey, Hello. and Marty Sleva. Hey. And this week, Justin put up an article asking the IGN readers what games they're most anticipating next year. Mm -hmm. What 2014 games they're most anticipating. Get lots of interesting data here. IGN yeah. has a very large audience, That's so we, you know, hundreds of thousands of people voted here. So now we can start paying a picture of, of the games that people are looking forward to in 2014. Paint us a word picture, Damon. The answers, <laughs> the answers may surprise you. <laughs> or they dramatic. Might, they might not. Yeah. They might be exactly what you expect. <laughs> yeah, actually, some of these are. Tonight on A Current Affair. We split it up by genre. Yeah, yeah. they're by genres. So. And we listed almost like every game that we could think of. I, no, I did my best. I mean, some I did. of these are like, you know. Sure. Yeah, I apologize in advance. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's actually a lot harder than you think. Like, I'm making this article. We'll do a poll and we'll sure. ask people what they want. And then I, like, I'd realize after the third time going through it, I'd left off Watch Dogs. Yeah. And was like, whoop. <laughs> I'll better get that on yeah. there. So I apologize in advance if any of your games of choice were accidentally omitted. We'll Thanks, start, Justin. We'll start with the action category. Sure. Mm -hmm. It was one of the most popular genres. Watchdogs, yep. most anticipated action game. Yep. Does this That's include, so does action include first-person shooter? No, shooter is no. separate. Oh, okay. Shooter is a separate category. Okay. Okay. So what is it up against? So that beats out Infamous Second Son, The Order 1886. Okay. Those are the top three. So I was surprised that The Order 1886, a new IP, yeah. is beating out Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, That's great premise. I mean, I'm, I, I would put, I would have voted for The Order. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's interesting too. As a, I mean, that's an exclusive. Whereas 
you know, that's a Sony exclusive, yeah. whereas uh, Metal Gear is coming to you know Sony and Microsoft yeah. platforms. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's impressive. I definitely yeah. think like new consoles, and especially the year after new consoles come out, that's your chance as a game publisher, a third-party game publisher, to really break through with a new brand. Um, yeah. That's what Assassin's Creed, um, you know, I think Gears of War was one year after the 360 yeah. launch. We had, uh, we, um, uh, on the previous Game Scoop, 2007. Yeah, that that year. was the yeah, best year of Shock Xbox 360. Yeah, yeah. So I think 2014 is definitely going to be. You know, who knows whether the order turns out to be a great game or not? But I can definitely see why people are hyped for it. It feels yeah. next gen and sure. new in a way that you know maybe Metal Gear Solid is going to be great too. Yeah. But I'm not surprised to see it. Rounding out the top five before there's a big drop off is Thief. Okay. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Not then you an get action game, but okay. <laughs> well, this is the thing. Where do you want me to? What do you want from me, Ryan? <laughs> Make a stealth category. <laughs> I had a stealth category, and it had that and Metal Gear, and that was it. That's good enough. Right. <laughs> Two good games. Um, Marty, you want to know something depressing? What's what's point three one percent? Point thirty one percent. Where this is going? Don't break my heart. Of our audience is looking forward to Super Time Force. You are jerks. You know what? That's that's. Uh, Microsoft's fault more than yeah. anything else yeah. because that, that game's been for all for what we can tell done for months and months and months and yeah. it's just been sitting on the shelf or you know Microsoft hasn't put it out yet. So. Yeah, I got to play it at the Double Fine Day of the Devs here in San Francisco back in November and the game is fantastic. It's out like, in it's early a, 2014 yeah, on, on Xbox One and Xbox One That was a smart move. Yeah, it's a really great game. Uh, all right, RPGs. Okay, number one RPG, The Witcher Three. Sure. Wrong answer. Whoa. Whoa. Wow. You think it should be South Park? South That's Park. number two. <laughs> South but that, that won't two. make 2014. <laughs> that does surprise me. I, the Witcher 3 looks fantastic, yeah, but I would have expected South Park to, to be number one on that list list. You remember Witcher 3 won the, uh, the People's Choice Award at E3. That's and that game no, looks, looks, looks just graphically, visually, looks so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Incredible. I don't know yeah, what the that Wizards, gameplay trailer is. Just yeah. Cool. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridonculous. Yeah. Way to go, Poland. Say. Anyway, Witcher 3 beats out South Park, Kingdom Hearts 3, Dragon Age, Inquisition, mm-hmm. Dark Souls 2. Sure. Where is, IGN is, metrics uh, for me 3 would have suggested that Kingdom Hearts 3 would have won that poll. Kingdom Hearts yeah. 3 and Final Fantasy 15 were huge coming out of you, yeah. too, especially yeah. with those like reveals and Final Fantasy 15 is in sixth place sure. as yeah. of right now. We were, we were saying before we started recording that, uh, you know, I believe in this data, I think it's good data, but it does skew towards games we know a lot about. Like Final Watch, Fantasy yeah. 15, that game's going to be huge when it comes out. But there's Probably still, won't even be 2014. Though. That's what I mean. Yeah. I mean. There's a lot we don't know. Sure. So it's like the game's coming out in the spring that people know what they're getting. I feel yeah. like they're more likely to vote Yeah, for. and South Park and, and Watch Dogs are kind of... Yeah. You know, we know there, a lot about them because they were supposed to come out. We exactly. should have already just, played them. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right, shooters. Most anticipated sh- shooter, Destiny. Ooh, surprising. Right? Co- correct answer, however, I mean... It's 1A, 1A, 1B. You gotta stop saying that. Titanfall. I know. That's number two. I was surprised. Yeah, Destiny. Uh, It's actually how far ahead there's a gap between them, even. Destiny's number one. It has a 4% point gap. Okay. We should say, how we let people, if you didn't see the poll, you could select as many things as you wanted. So you could say, I'm hyped for these six out of these 20 games. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you didn't just pick one. Sure. But... More did anything else even chart? Or is it just Destiny and Titanfall? Well, you know, Halo it is, five. It's the the PlayStation fans out there yeah. didn't vote for, <laughs> didn't check Titanfall because they don't have an Xbox. Xbox or PC, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, like, both Xbox and, and and PS4 gamers could check Destiny. But, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, Halo Five is number four. And again, no, we don't, don't we know, know nothing about that. He may or may not have yeah. a parka. Take that poll yeah. again and at yeah. E3, and then yeah. I think Halo yeah. will be a little higher. Well, it's Mark, like, set as a reminder for yourself to do this poll again <laughs> yeah. in six yeah. months. Set an iPhone reminder right <laughs> now. <laughs> what surprised me about Halo 5 is Halo 4 was not well-received. I mean, it what? sold well. What? No, but look, what look, look. What are you look, talking look. about? You saw, <laughs> you're crazy. You love 
loved it, but come on, man. No one plays that game online. The online community was dead, no, dead, dead same, weeks after launch. But it was well-received. Yeah, it was really well-received. Your phrasing I don't think terrible. that's true. I think your phrasing is atrocious. <laughs> no. <laughs> if, it was, if it got good reviews and it sold well, it was no, well not be well-received. This is not an unpopular opinion. If you look, people think that Halo 4 killed the Halo franchise. I think you just No, used... Call of Duty killed the Halo franchise <laughs> yeah. as far as online goes. But to say it's not well-received is just... I mean, I don't. Can, I, don't I think things. the Halo community did not well, did not receive. They don't play the game. They stopped playing the game after right, but we. But they that received it well. It just that, didn't yeah, have the, didn't the so, yeah. so they received it well, but then they didn't enjoy it well, or okay. continue playing it. Yeah. I was just surprised to see Halo Five so high. It gave me yeah. hope. I love Halo, and so it gave me hope that man, like I was worried that Halo Four, like three four three, really, like I was worried the franchise wouldn't be able to bounce back. And so there's still a lot of interest in Halo Five, and I'm this glad. Is, there's some aggression that. on this couch now. I like that. <laughs> yeah, there is. Halo Five was followed by Rainbow Six Patriots, but I'm not that's very even, confident <laughs> that that's going to be game coming out next year. And then Call of Duty 11 got seven percent. We're calling it Call of Duty 11. What are we going to call it? I like it. I like it. Black <laughs> Ops Three. Yeah. Yeah. Wopsy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, this is the adventure games. Ooh. The top three are all Telltale games. Walking yep. Dead Season 2, Game of Thrones, sure. and Tales from the Borderlands. Sure. Yeah. Just announced. Was Wolf Among Us not on there? We didn't put it. I didn't the put rest it of Wolf No, because it technically debuted this year. I left it off. Yeah, so, so will Walking, Walking Dead, Dead Season 2. Oh, that's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good point. But it wasn't out when the poll sure. went live. Yeah, yeah. We, sure. we didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, your is poll? Is it double sign of Way down there. Only 4% chose Broken Age. Well... At least four million dollars worth of, uh, of votes went towards it, so <laughs> we, we can hug later. Yeah, <laughs> it did well on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, that's good enough. What else? Uh, what other adventure games are on there? Octodad is on here. Is that an adventure game? I didn't Octodad. know where to put Octodad. <laughs> it's an octopus game. It's technically. I'll tell you again. This is one of those things where, like, you think, "Oh, I'll put together this poll. I'll put together this poll, and it'll be an easy feature." Then I'm like, "Octodad, I don't know what to do with you." <laughs> and they, the developers, call it an adventure game. So I put it in the adventure category, even though it's not. Point point click adventure yeah. in that way. You'll, you will allow it? I will allow it. Thanks. <laughs> we may continue. <laughs> this category is online slash MMO games. Ooh. Mm. Number one is Tom Clancy's The Division. Sure. If and it makes 2014. And if it, can, if it counts as an MMO. This is another yeah. weird That's genre. the interesting thing with a lot of these Ubisoft games yeah. that uh, yeah. Ubisoft Appreciate did the press conferences recently. Yeah, with the crew, they've been doing that. Even Watch Dogs kind of did that thing where the camera zooms out at the end and it's like, everyone's in the same world. And then Eve's head well, blows you up. Well, you could have arguably put uh, Destiny in here as well. Mm-hmm. Sure. So <clears throat> yeah. It fits in either one. We, I consider the division more MMO-y I, I would agree with than that. the yeah. others. They've been presenting yeah. it more MMO-y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the crew is kind of like a racing game MMO. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what like genres don't exist anymore. <laughs> the division is closely followed by Elder An Scrolls. MMO Car online. PG. Yeah. Car PG. Oh mm, my goodness like gracious. That. But then we got Elder Scrolls Online. Do you, get your, that, right? do you get your Drivatars in the Car PG? Probably. Okay. I don't like where this is going. Ryan, you're excited for Elder Scrolls Online? Yeah, you know, I haven't. I've played a little bit of D three, and the my like forty five minutes went by like that. Yeah, um, and that was before even the the first person mm-hmm. mode mm-hmm. had been implemented in sure. the game. And I just love first person anything in yeah. my games, and so yeah, I I will probably I'll, I'll probably disappear into that game for, <laughs> we'll for quite some time. <laughs> I'm really excited about it too. We ran. We were really worried, or I was really worried because I'm excited about it that the the. Reaction was really, really negative around the $15 subscription fee. A $60 well, game yeah. with feels, the $15. It feels very archaic. And there's, there's an example, too. I mean, Elder Scrolls, when it was first officially unveiled, it had been rumored for yeah. a long, long time. When it was finally unveiled, the response was pretty negative. It was like, oh, this looks ugly. Mm-hmm. It yeah. doesn't necessarily sound that great. Oh, it's it not, looked like it's, wow, but in It's not free Tamriel. to play like everything else is now. But 
uh, over time as they've shown it and they've actually gotten people yeah. to play it, mm. it has won people back yeah. over. Was, I hope uh, that game does really was well. Was EverQuest next on that list? Yes. EverQuest, yeah. So did after Elder Scrolls, there's a big drop-off yeah. with stuff like Wildstar, EverQuest next, Fantasy Star Online 2. Sure. World of Warships, our audience, not, not interested. Not, not big fans of Warships. In World of Warships. Or Worlds. Or worlds. I mean, world of spaceships. Yeah. That. Yes. Boom. That's Star Citizen. Or maybe that's No Man's Sky. Yeah. Maybe that's what that game's gonna be. <laughs> we have a couple of those games coming. Uh, this category is horror slash survival. Spooky games. Mm. Spookies. Number one is Dying Light. Sure. Justin wasn't sure what that was. That's was the that? zombie parkour game yeah. from yeah. Techland. Yeah, they, they had a, it had a good showing at E3. It had a solid showing uh, at the VGXs. Uh, I played it. It's, yeah. mi- it's Mirror's Edge meets Left 4 Dead, which yeah. made me really happy. It's a great logline. Now, what about, what, how'd you feel about Dead Island? Uh, it's fine, mm-hmm. but uh, this, this appeals to me a little bit. Dying so Light appeals to me Techland a little bit Techland also did another Polish company, so Dying hey. Light, yeah, the polls are at the top of two poles. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, Techland also did uh, Kala Juarez Gunslinger. Yeah, that's true. Which is sort of like Very a underrated. really interesting game. Yeah, like the way sure. it frames its story, the way it handles narration, it's kind of like Bastion. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So I hope like, they, they do more kind of wacky stuff. Yeah, if you that. haven't watched... Uh, the first 15 minutes of that game that Mitch oh, is that and I where you do your too. accent? Yeah, that's, <laughs> it goes a little off the rails, but... Also, that idea. game has one of the weirdest, like, sort of twist endings ever. Spoil it. Only Should 15 bucks. Can I spoil it? Spoil it, but spoilers for Call of Juarez Gunslinger. So the whole, time, the whole time you're in the game, you're talking to people in a bar and telling them a story. And one of the guys in the corner is named Dwight. And at the end of it, he leaves, and it turns out it's Dwight Eisenhower. <laughs> Why? Why is it Eisenhower? What does it matter? It's like the same thing in The Conduit 2, where like all the presidents came back, and like, landed guns, and yeah. Wow. Shyamalan twist right there. Interesting. Yeah, Dying Light is followed by The Evil Within. Yep. And then Daisy's Standalone. Sure. Yeah. Evil Within, yeah, I'm excited for that. That's yeah. a, I mean, there's going to be cool we'll horror games next year. There's going to be stuff like Outlast and Amnesia that kind of... And I've got to figure, I don't know if it would come out in 2014, but I've got to figure... A Resident Evil 7 or Resident Evil reboot is gonna get announced. Yeah, I mean, Capcom has to be working on something. A Resident Evil reboot would be. That'd be really good. Could be really good. Reboot. Yep. Yeah, I get. uh, Like remake. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. We did it. Uh, Did we have everybody gone to the Rapture? On that list, the new it's game from that. the Chinese room. No, it's not on here. That's I, the interesting game. It's coming to PS4. Uh, the guys who did Dear Esther. It's the kind of game where you're just in a, right. a world, right? As a, it's about to end. They had a cool teaser. Yeah. On the fighting game list, there's new Super Smash Brothers, and then just everything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so some of the names of these fighting games: uh, Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm Revolution, sure. Blaz Blue Chrono Phantasma, sure. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, those all sound delicious. Well, these guys need to work on being more succinct. Yeah, but the, the, the RPG list was even funnier. The number two game is Dragon Ball Z: Battle of Z. That's beating Ultra Street Fighter Four. Yeah, that surprised me that's a lot too. I expected I mean, Street Fighter. I think people have just played it. Street Fighter Four yeah. enough. And oh, and ready, they, they're ready for five. There hasn't been any Dragon Ball Z games. Yeah, that's true. Those fans could never have enough. Though. It does. It's funny how like some games, like there's a Street Fighter every year, right? But sure. when Street Fighter Five is announced, that's I'll still huge. be like, boo. Like, I think that's for we, some reason it'll still really I think surprise me. Than we think. I feel the same way about Resident Evil. Like yeah. when Resident Evil would it be seven? Seven. Yeah. When Resident Evil yeah. Seven is announced, like I'll be really surprised, even though obviously there's like a new Resident yeah. Evil coming. Well, it's the same thing like with Fallout Four. Yeah, this exactly. Week, right? sure. yeah. Same deal. Yeah. Spoilers. Do you guys know what's at the top of the racing games list? The crew. Uh, Forza Horizon Two. Mario Kart Eight. Oh, that's not that surprising. was the obvious answer. Yeah, yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart followed by Drive Club, then the crew. Okay. By the way, Forza Horizon Two, not an announced thing, but another one of yeah, those sure. where it's going to happen. Yeah. I think it's funny that uh, it was interesting to me when I ran this poll. One of the things I was most interested to see was whether the crew or Drive Club was getting more hype. And yeah. so was it? Was it even it's close? Drive Club? 
Uh, yeah, but they are very close. So yeah, pretty close. Yeah. Interest among those two. I games. keep waiting for Criterion to make uh, Burnout versus Road Rash, bring them both back at the same <laughs> time. Yeah, I could handle that. Happening. I had a dream I when I was God, how, how old? <laughs> this is getting weird. I was like 13, and I had a dream that I got Road Rash. And then I woke up. Oh my god, like the actual Road Rash? Sega Genesis. Oh, nice. No, not, I didn't get a Road Rash. I got the game Road Rash 2. And Riding through the barn. I had like, cows. it was one of those deals where it was like so vivid. And I'm like, oh, and then I woke up and ran downstairs because apparently I don't know how dreams work. <laughs> Did you ever actually get the game? I eventually saved and like bought it with like allowance money or something. But I was so, I have like this moment it's of like perfect. palpable disappointment <laughs> when it like wasn't there. Like it was really sad and weird. All right, platformers dominated by Nintendo stuff. So Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, Donkey number Donk. one. Yoshi's New Island. Uh, and then there's uh, Rayman Legends for PS4 and Xbox One. Nice. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be a gorgeous game on next yeah. gen. Yeah, Donkey Kong is coming soon. That's coming. I got to play it a few days ago. February? February. Yeah, February 19th. Got that Cranky Kong. It's got Cranky Kong. It's, it's sending it over the top. Yeah. These last two lists are a little. Eh. There's a strategy oh, slash Great. slim slash tactics. Sim. Ooh. Yeah, The Sims 4. Uh, and then just everything else. Yeah. Like Total War Arena, Tropico sure. 5. People are hyped about that Tropico 5. I love the Tropico game so much. Yeah. Really? really? Yeah, I I've played. Never, I've never played. Well, clearly, plenty of people do. We're up to five of them. Yeah. Yeah. Tropico 3 and 4, I 100%ed. I get put, put like 40 hours into each one doing That's every impressive. single scenario. I'm just surprised people still play The Sims. Like, yeah. Well, it, was, it was at one point genuinely like the yeah. biggest game in the world. Sure. That was a while ago. Yeah. It was. Well, and they also, they've gotten into this sim cycle where they never stop. It's like, you know, game, expansion, 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 sure. then sequel. Like, there's never a break between, like, you know, you can get your sims fix all the time now. Yeah. Finally, in the puzzle category, The Witness. Yeah. Jonathan blows The Tough Witness. Tough to argue with that one. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be incredible. I hope. Yeah. Followed by Professor Layton and the Azran, Azran Legacy. Mm -hmm. Sounds fancy. And then Cube Director's Cut. I don't know what that is. Uh, Wii U puzzle game. Yeah. So, Not a lot of puzzle games. On there's one game that we didn't talk about that I'm really excited about. Which one? Transistor. Yeah. It was on the, the strategy, oh, was. strategy oh, sim so tech. One... So, you know, that game, I somehow I'd watched the trailers, sure. and I feel like I'd even read your preview. That's turn-based. Like, it's pause combat. Uh, yeah. I didn't you know it wasn't like Bastion. You choose when to pause it. But you I thought you paused and put in actions and unpause, and then they would, those actions would happen. You do do that, but when you unpause, everything else freezes and you do everything. But you can also run around just oh. hack and slash at your will. Because I totally missed like that whole yeah. side, like that tactical side it's of this tough, game. And, it's a tough battle system to explain, but ten minutes with it, you immediately understand sure. it. Yeah, that game is going to be that game is shit hot. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, only seven percent of our readers. But that's like are that's actually not terrible for like. It's just not as high profile. Yeah. Like, we're going to make it. We're just going to do cover stories it was, every day. It's a lot more than uh, Super Time Force. Yeah, that's true. You guys are disappointed. 7% of IGN responders in this poll is still like a billion people. Yeah. So, yeah. Damon, what are you personally most excited about? I was just for? thinking about that. <laughs> well. Um, gosh, I don't know. Titanfall is like the, sure. the early one that's coming. Yeah. I think we, we're pretty sure that Tomb Raider 2 will be announced. Yeah. I don't think it'll, it might not come out next year, but yeah, I'll sure. definitely be anticipating that one. Yeah. Anticipating that announcement. <laughs> Is anyone here still holding their breath for The la uh, Last Guardian? Nope. nope. No, I don't. All right. no. I don't think they That's why I have asthma. Yeah. Keep holding that breath. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's not how asthma works. That's absolutely how asthma works. If you just keep holding your breath, you get it? Nope. What about you three? Do you have a most anticipated game next year? It would probably go... Titanfall 1, just because, A, I've played it, and B, it is, as you said, right around the corner. Yeah. Uh, and I know, I mean, what I played is amazing. And then uh, in South Park after that, just because, right. again, That's like, same, they're right around the same. They're same, same right, right around the corner, yeah. March. 
And then after that, it definitely goes to Destiny mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for everything you just said. Uh, it, it, like, if I'm and looking at little guys, I'm thinking of stuff like The Witness below yeah. the other Capybara game. Below's going to be great. Yeah. yeah, even Lightning Returns I'm excited for. The little guys. <laughs> Lightning. Halo, would, Halo would be on my list after if those you games, knew but, were, yeah. but yeah, the, the thing is... If you knew if they had ponchos or not. That, as Secret well ponchos. as, like, I, I mean... Secret ponchos. Halo has traditionally gone on three-year cycles, and it's served the series well, and this, yeah. this would, they've said 2014, so if it's two years, like, on a new platform, like, uh, is that, and I hope that's enough time, I mean... Are you I, playing that, that Halo Spartan Assault? Uh, I, you will see a preview on IGN very shortly, a okay. video preview. Is it not out yet? I thought it was it's out now. It's Christmas Eve for Xbox uh, yeah, One and yeah. January for the Yeah, it's been out on Surface version. for a yeah. while. Yeah, but now it's on a platform where you actually would want to play it. Yeah. Womp, womp. Let's be real here, people. Yes. I hope this is the sponsor. <laughs> play us out. Uh, I'm most anticipated for Watch Dogs. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that it's my most anticipated game. <laughs> I'm a little... It's a bad sign. Like, the delay, I hope it's good news. Delays can be one of two things. It's like, holy crap. This, we need to fix this broken game, or it's just like, hey, we have something that we know is good, let's make it great. Yeah. So depending on which kind of delay it is, sure. we'll see how the finished product is. But I really, really think that game, I, the gameplay looks fun, but even besides that, um, just the social messages it has. I think it's hitting at like an incredibly timely time yeah, for see, like... Every day we hear about more NSA surveillance stuff. Yeah. Right. Like it's just crazy. And like, you know, not that games need to be like too super political, but I just feel like, like they must have started work on that years ago. And to be able to understand like this is something that's going to be relevant and interesting in, you know, 2013, 2014. Yeah. And like, what if the NSA is watching you through watchdogs? Oh, Wouldn't my, that be My like, goodness gracious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. An extra... You know, I'd like, throw up. <laughs> throw up? Yeah, it was deep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before Marty throws up, we're going to cut this episode short. But uh, stay tuned. We'll be talking a lot more about all these games. <laughs> that table is... <laughs> Here on IGN GameCube. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.